Yeah, no kidding, because we're live. <laughs> That's hey, what he said. we're there. Why would he what? say that? Why oh, good thing I had it up. Yes. Yeah, because it's his dick. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad he needs to, to say that to his partner and not just show it. Well, I don't know what exactly happened. He could have showed it, too, and then said it. It's a weird power dynamic that couple has. <laughs> He's like... Anyways, Sorry. how y'all doing? Orange you glad I didn't say banana? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. There's something there. <laughs> that's definitely a, that's what he said. Happy New Year's. Yes. yes. Soon to be New Year's. The we New Year's I eat episode. I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah. Just of the year. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect a whole lot to change. I'm I'm one of those people that's like kind of against New Year's resolutions. If you're going to make a change, just do it. So it's not mm-hmm. like after midnight tonight, it's going to be drastically different. But that's no, just I'm, me. I'm, yeah. I'm the same. I'm just like, you know what? New Year's are they don't really work. Just make a small change and they'll usually have staying power. Yeah. I realized a couple months ago this will be the first year I don't have to deal with annoying uh, gym New Year's resolutioners using all of the like machines and equipment at the gym that I earned. And yeah, you and I you made these machines. I bought them myself. So, yeah. uh, bittersweet, I guess. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, I watched Soul on Christmas Day. Yeah, I hear good things about that one. I want to watch. I, I want to take a look at that one. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, hey, free Pixar movie and getting a new Pixar movie on Christmas Day—that in itself is a Christmas gift, as far as I'm concerned. Did you say sure. free? Well, Disney Plus, right? Oh, all right. Um, and for those who don't know, there is also an, a Pixar short on Disney Plus. They put it out on the same day, so you can get the full experience of watching a short first, then watching the movie. And and you should do it in that order, because um, that's how you do it when it comes to a Pixar movie. So that was extra exciting for sure. Sure. Um, but Paul, I understand you watched a few movies that are pretty noteworthy. Uh, I guess yeah, noteworthy. Sure. I watched Wonder Woman eighty four, and that's a trash fire. That's Ooh, a bad what? movie. What? <laughs> you gotta. You can't spoil that for me yet because I'm waiting to get back stateside so that I have access to it for free with HBO. So that's like my like land go home watch movie plan. Okay, that's all I'll say about it. Maybe you'll love it. Who knows? Who knows? Did you like the first one? <laughs> I did. Okay. Well, yeah, I've been hearing like some pretty mixed things about it. Sure. Yeah, it's. I just think it's poorly written and just kind of stupid, but not in a fun way necessarily. Just dumb. Uh, oh, weird. Good acting though. Gal Gadot's still great. Pedro Pascal's good. Kristen Wiig is half good because she does the awkward. Oh, I'm Kristen Wiig character really well. Doesn't do like crazy super confident power woman extraordinarily okay. well. I would say, but that's kind of out of her wheelhouse. Okay, <laughs> so. I do like Kristen Wiig. That's for sure. Yeah, she's fun. Um, all right. Well, they've already greenlit uh, Wonder Woman three, so that's happening. Yeah, that's I mean, surprising. I hope they, I hope they get it back. I like the first one quite a bit, and maybe that's why I was so disappointed with this one. Like, oh, you guys did her dirty <laughs> on this one. So, I like about eighty percent of that first one. Once they get to like the final battle, I stop really caring about that movie. Sure, fair enough. But but that no man's land scene—that's awesome. That's super cool. 
Yeah, I just remember what what scene you're talking about. That's a between the trenches sort of thing. That yeah, exactly. Cool. I will say this one she actually uses her lasso like quite a bit more. Uh to better and worse, there's a really stupid scene with her using the lasso, which is kind of hilarious, and then some like really good ones too. So there's okay. that. Yeah. Okay. And Wonder right. Woman shit. There's a cool cameo in there. Okay, yeah, no spoilers. I'm excited oh. to watch it this weekend, so. Yeah. And then I watched Tenet and I don't like that movie. They talk I watched, too much about what's happening. I watched Tenet twice since I've been home. <laughs> oh, weird. Okay. Well, I got it for Christmas and then both of my parents wanted to watch it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure I understand this movie now. So I definitely get Tenet after seeing it three times. Yeah, fair enough. Is that better or worse at that point? I like Tenet. I, I, you know, I, I enjoy it. It definitely is confusing. Like I understand after one viewing, you can come out of that being frustrated. Um, but I enjoy that movie and I think it, uh, from like a filmmaking standpoint is just really cool uh, with doing the backwards and forwards at the same time. I, like, I think that's a cool looking movie. I just disagree. I think it's boring and doesn't okay. look particularly great either. But uh, yeah, I watched those. Um, I feel like I watched something else that I don't remember because it's unmemorable. Oh, like two weeks ago, I watched the new mutants as well. I didn't talk about that because it's not worth talking about. That movie's not great. It was not considered good. Yeah. No. No. That movie's not great. Uh, And I feel bad because that thing was like in like release hell for like almost like a year and a half, it seemed like. And then it finally came out and it was like all that for this. Like you really needed to get in a theater for this. Oh, well. I want to recoup some losses. Yeah. Soul is the one that I'm like hoping will stop the funk for me of movies that came out this year that I've watched that are like mediocre at best. I'm hoping I think soul's good. Yeah. It looks great. I think it's it's fun. Yeah. Soul's a good time. Um, I think there's a baseline quality with like all Pixar stuff in general. So I'd be, I agree. I would be really disappointed if it was just mediocre. I don't, I think it'll be fine. And the, uh, the animated short is called burrow. If you're looking if you need to search that up, okay. so that's the one to watch as well. That's also quite good. I'm trying to think what else. I've, you know, I'm on holidays. What else have I been watching? I watched through Ted Lasso again. Okay. Why not? <laughs> I was, that's a great show. Because I, I said to my mom, I was like, hey, you might enjoy this show. This, I think this is the best show of the year. And after like two episodes, she was hooked. Yeah. Hooked. Like we would get to the point where it was like midnight and I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. And she's like, can I stay up and keep watching? And I'm like, no, you got to you got to wait for me. What are you doing? Um, it's a great. It's a great show. Oh, it's so sure. good. It is so good. Uh, Have you seen that? I've been watching that Harley Quinn cartoon. Have you seen that? Yeah, I talked about that during the yeah. summer when it came to HBO. I did. I'm glad you finally got a hold of it. I think that show is incredible. That's one of the best cartoons I've seen in a long, long time. It is. Sure. It is super good. Kite Man is fantastic. Kite Man is really good. I really like what they did with that dumb character. He's, He's really good. so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the writing um, in I that can't... show is outrageously good. It yeah, is we're... so fucking funny. There's two seasons. What? Where are you in it? Uh, we're done season one. We're waiting to start season two this weekend, okay. maybe. Season two is really good. I will say there's a my favorite episode of season two. It involves um, Mr. Freeze. Man, that episode is so good. Um, okay. So just when they get to that one, 
uh, get, get ready. It's, it's very fun, but, uh, yeah, Kite Man is just great. He says hell yeah, yeah all the time. He's yeah, all those characters are pretty enjoyable. It's that's Clayface yeah. is great. And yeah. they just like double down on the ridiculousness of Clayface. Uh King Shark also great. Voiced King by Ron Shark's Funches. Amazing. Like perfect voice actor right there. It's so good. Yeah. Uh the Harley Quinn cartoon is no joke. Yeah. Remember it's one of the when... best written things in a long time. Remember when that trailer came out for that and everyone was shitting on it, though? Because the trailer made it look awful. Oh, I, I don't didn't remember know that. people were shitting on it. Yeah, I don't remember people shitting on it, but maybe. It's definitely no, kind trailer, of like a different thing. Came out, it just look... No, when the trailer came out for the show originally, it looked like an awful Family Guy ripoff. Like, no one was oh, liked it. Oh, did it? And then it? the actual show dropped, they're like, oh, the trailer just sucked. Okay. You know... I could see you cutting a trailer for that show. I could totally see it looking like a shitty Family Guy if you were irresponsibly cutting that sh- uh, a promo for that. I could see how that would happen. I'll see if I can find that trailer just so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'll watch it later. Are you maybe the only trailer I can think of that came out like ahead of time was kind of the meta one where it was about like two dudes shitting on the show. <clears throat> um. Mm. But that's like a scene from one of the episodes, and I actually think that scene's pretty funny as well. Because, and the one guy's just like, "This sucks. Let's just watch the Snyder cut again." And it's just like that kind of joke. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. Anyway, yeah. that show's great. I mean, if we're just talking about great t- cartoons, I watched because uh, we gotta watch some Christmas movies. I watched Klaus again on Netflix. Holy shit, that Christmas movie is so good. That came out last year, so a lot of people won't know about Klaus. But if you're looking yeah. for just like a fantastic. Not only like greatly animated and looking show, but like funny and well written. Look up Klaus on Netflix. One of the best Christmas movies in recent memory I, that I can say. So, yeah, good time to catch up on stuff for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, what about you, John? What have you been up to in the last week? Uh, just I've been working a lot. Just been recording a lot of YouTube stuff, getting the last few streams in for the year, so uh, I can relax tonight after the double podcast night. And uh, I've been using my spare time nice. to get through stuff for Game of the Year discussion. So hopefully I will nice. have a decent <laughs> list and a decent sample this year of stuff Man. that I actually feel I haven't, didn't really miss out on. I can't wait to talk. I can't wait to do the Game of the Year show. There have been so many good games this year. It was like I made a top 20 list and cut out a bunch of shit that I wanted to include even. I, I haven't written down. I haven't written down what I played yet this year, but I... My initial feeling was like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to have 10 again, but I feel like I have that feeling every year of like, do I even have yeah. 10 games I can put on this list? I would well, be surprised and, if you didn't. And now that you have access to like Game Pass, like you got so many games right at your fingertips. But I already so. have so many games that's true. at Actually, my fingertips. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. This is a great moment to say, um, if you guys are interested in our Game of the Year podcast, I think it's a week from today. That's our tentative plan if if everything goes right. Yeah, Yeah, January 7th. So get excited for next week's show. Um, And if you you don't know, we have a um, community survey that we've sent out uh, where we're going to have specific categories pop up for community votes. So if you want to vote and kind of be a part of the Game of the Year podcast, definitely look up uh, that link. It's on our Discord. It's on the Twitter. um, And submit your games of the year and your disappointed games and yada, yada, all that. Yeah, for sure. 
And this is probably a good time to just do a podcast about video games, since we're kind of talking about video games. Oh, um, okay. We could do the Top Down Perspective podcast if you wanted, unless you have a different one. No, I'm good, actually. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, let's do the Top Down Perspective. Okay. Um, this is our other podcast, the... He wasn't red, the improv. The red, the red sparrow. The what? what? That's that's what's that's. Give me a better one if you can. I can't. Talking about <laughs> tunes, where we talk about <laughs> cartoons and music at the same time. Okay, all right. That would be kind of great. What's actually. what's your That'd favorite okay. cartoon? That's also the name of a song. Mm, mm. That's also the name of a song. Samurai Pizza Cats, because the name of the theme okay. song is Samurai Pizza Cats. Sure. That's that barely cheating. counts. Know, but it works. Yeah, that's not. Um... <laughs> Are you yeah. actually answering this question? I thought we were actually going to go. <laughs> Is there a cartoon called Fat Bottomed Girls? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing we can show in public. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a video. Yeah, we can send some links around later. But anyway. Um, now I guess we'll just have to default to the top-down perspective if, if everyone's okay with that. Uh, right, sure. It's the 31st of December episode, New Year's Eve. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. I don't. I didn't look at the lists. John, uh, what have you been playing? Okay. There's one game in particular I want to hear about. All right. Well, which one? And I'll start with I'll start with the the first one. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely the first one. There's a new hidden my game by mom game number four. The free one. Unbelievable. The fourth one. Although there's been like offshoots, I don't remember their names. Um, Sister took my game or something. Wasn't that one of them? (laughs) That sounds like what something. Or wait. Was or were you trying to dance with her or something? I can't remember. Some sister something, and there was uh, okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Don't let remember. dad know I'm gaming. Is that one? <laughs> it's like literally is that, is that one every time. <laughs> is that something? Uh, is that anything? Uh, yeah, this is hidden. My game by mom four. I gotta say, it's like it's just one of those again. It's not doing anything special. Um, well, yeah, I'm I'm actually stuck on day 27. So if you don't know what hidden my game by mom is, you're a little a little boy trying to play the DS, but his mom won't let him for some reason. And you have to basically <laughs> in a shitty kind of point and click adventure game, figure out how to get the DS without your mom knowing. And it can be anything from like balance so many cups of tea on your mom that she can't possibly stop you from getting the DS that's between her legs. It can also be things like just don't open the curtain because mom's behind the curtain. You can see her legs right there. Right. The one I'm stuck on it. And they, they give you clues. This one in fact has three clues, but it's still not enough. It's so day, day 27 out of 30. There's always 30 of these little mini games. You have to make like, it says it's like it's like a word connecting puzzle. That doesn't really help. You you have four empty boxes and each one has an arrow beside it pointing to the next box. And then the last box is pointing to the DS. So you have to insert some items that you picked up into the boxes to get this DS. And I have no idea what I'm supposed to do there. So if anyone's played the fourth hidden my game by mom 
and is beaten 27, shoot me a message because I'm tired of being stuck on this. And when I do a Google search for hidden my game by mom for day 27, no one's written any guides for this one yet. All the guides stopped back in 2018. So I'm stuck. There were three of these, let alone four. I knew there was a Uh, second one. That was it. There's more, like I said, there's like a, there's like a one or two offshoot ones. Like Paul's right. There's like a sister based one. Yeah. So that's where you play as sister and that's called my brother ate my pudding. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. Which that's canonical because in family in hidden my game by mom four, if you take the pudding out of the fridge, you're not going to get your game because your sister's going to come running and stop you and you get a game over. So you have to instead take the banana out of the freezer. There's right. a little pro tip right there, because if you take the banana out of the freezer and you put it in the sunlight for the window that you just opened, a fly will come in. And then if you pick up the fly and you put the fly on the game, the iguana that's in the room will attack the fly and knock the game off the fridge. That's how you get your DS. I hate that you remember this shit. Like, it that's... actually makes me angry. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this is just another one of those. nothing has really stood out to be like this one's awesome it's not like the best one in the i I mean i i couldn't even sit here and rank maybe that's enough i'm gonna say this at one point we should sit down and rank every hidden my game by mom mini game i mean only if our patreon gets to 200 a month (laughs) i was gonna say i don't think i remember all of this i don't know if i'm prepared to play through four games worth of my game my mom I mean, you can get through one of these games in like 30 minutes. <laughs> They're super fast. True. Unless you get stuck. Um, but yeah, we'll, 200 a month will rank every mini game <laughs> from the Hidden My Game by Mom series. Oh, that's such this a bad this idea. This is the content our Patreons wanted. We finally figured yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, we cracked the um, code. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> so that's Hidden My Game by Mom 4. It's free. You can download it. Go do that. Okay. Uh, I've also played a little bit of, I think it's pronounced Morkrid. Sure, yeah. I saw a little bit of this, but I don't know what it is. I this think there may like have been a... An alien and a dude like standing on a moon together is like the cover, right? Uh, I don't think so. This is a light, like light and shadow based puzzle game. So I'm not... Yeah, this Are you thinking of Unto that, the right? End? No. I'm thinking okay. of this. I just misremembered. Uh, They're like walking towards an orb that looks like a moon. Okay, so that's like a light orb. Um, so that's kind of how the game yeah. works. Is <clears throat> I played the first two stages, including the prologue. You control... So first off, let me just say, this is a co-op game that does not have online co-op. Beautiful. Love those. Love yeah, so... Okay. Yeah, that's a huge bummer. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I got. A, I'm playing this single player. Each of the characters is controlled by one analog stick. So, so that's where a lot. Of, it's a bit like Brothers, except I'm sure there's no like mechanical reason of why that needs to happen at the end, like Brothers, since you can play this local co-op, mm. and you would just oh, split the people. Yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so you're moving. Um these two characters around and the whole concept is if they go into the shadows they will die so you have to keep them in the light and the way you do that is you have this big orb of light that you can push around you know you can either push them both of you together one of you pushes it most of the time you're going to be pushing it with one character while the second character is like opening doors and stuff 
And then what the game does to make it difficult is it throws kind of a lot of obstacles in the way that create little like slips of shadow that will like block your path. And you also have to be careful with the two characters because since if you think of them standing next to the orb, like if you think of like player one orb, player two, there'll be shadows made on the characters themselves. So you can't have one character walk in front of the other one because you'll kill your other character. So the orb itself is a little dangerous as well. So it does a lot of stuff like that um, where you need to like rotate walls and stuff so that you're producing light, but you got to make sure you can like actually make a path for your characters to go through because they can't touch the shadow. Uh, It's pretty interesting. I'm I'm enjoying the puzzle aspect of it. Uh, it has. I've only played the first two stages, so I haven't seen anything amazing yet. Uh, but I'd like it. I would love to play this with a buddy. <laughs> sure. But it only has local co-op, uh, which is weird because it's like not even like a fast-moving game. So I feel like even if there was a bit of lag, you'd be fine. But I don't know. I have no idea what the development team uh, situation is like over there. Sure. Um, anyways, this is on Game Pass. Again, it's called Morkred. Uh, if if you like kind of puzzle games, I, I think it's definitely worth checking out for sure. And um, other than that, I'm still just playing Super Meat Boy Forever. I just beat that fourth boss. So, I'm, Paul, cool. you probably know where I'm at. How many stages are in this game? Infinite. No idea. No idea. <laughs> Yeah, the way that it's done, they say over 7,000. Right, but I mean, how, I guess I should say how many worlds are in this game. Yeah, I have no idea. How far are you? It. Oh, okay. I haven't played it since. So this okay. is where I'm going to jump in and just say, remember how I said I did the exact opposite? Like, I literally lied and did the exact opposite of what I said I was going to do last week. I picked up Cyberpunk and was like, I'm going to 100% this. So that's what I've been working towards. I've played nothing but Cyberpunk to get it done. And by 100%, I don't mean, like, buy all the vehicles and do all the, like, useless, like, help the cops, like, beat all these dudes or whatever. I mean, like, all the story stuff, because I just want to see all the side story content. Uh, Most of that side stuff is better than a lot of the main stuff anyway. So I've just been literally doing nothing but gigs and side jobs for, like, hours upon hours this week. That's all I did. Right on. I, I, I've, I've been dipping my toe in here and there, playing, doing some side quests. Is I'm curious because there's like a hierarchy of mission types from like main to side to gig. I think there's like another thing even below gig or something like that. Um, sure. Is Are they all worth it or do they get like less worth it? And I, can I like ignore all the gigs or should I, should I actually pay attention to those? So the most so obviously main is main. Side jobs, there's two types of side jobs. There's ones that are kind of like involved and have kind of a mini narrative going through them. And they usually take two or three like side jobs to like finish completely, like little mini stories going on. Yeah. Uh, so those are worthwhile. There's kind of like a one off side job that's like you get a cool gun or something or a bunch of money after it. Uh, those are all worth doing, all of those. Okay. And then the gigs themselves are um, good for like money and something to do. But they all kind of have a little story in them as well. But those little stories are like, what happened? Why did this guy go crazy? And then like you find out that, oh, it's because like this corporation fucked him over and like took his family. So he went insane trying to like get revenge and like overdosed on like machine machinery in his head or something like they're many classic like that, that you kind of yeah. read about. But like it's not like given to you like a story. So 
it's uh i love that shit but i could see the argument of if i just want to see the stuff that they obviously think is more important you would just do the side jobs and uh main story I think. okay yeah that's what i that's what i was thinking i would do i just wasn't sure but good to know yeah and then somebody there decided in their infinite wisdom that vehicles that came up for sale that you could buy to add to your collection were important enough to be included in your side job list and muddy everything up and you couldn't turn that off so that's cool whoever i'm okay. really glad that dude exists in the world <laughs> whoever designed that all right okay uh that game's fun that i really really like the story stuff in it it's just too bad it's a giant pile of shit to play through sometimes so it's been a little bit at odds for me but yeah that's why i was saying i don't know about super me boy forever i have not touched it at all it's literally been nothing but cyberpunk this week okay right on and without talking about spoilers that's all i've been playing john all right uh we finished up our game clearing plan for the year so we beat 52 games in total on stream nice nice so that was pretty good what was the best uh, one we ended the uh, i have to go look at the list to see exactly what i played well just off top overhead what, what was like a really great one you can think of bloodstained was really fun yeah i was really glad to share sure, yeah. that okay like we, what was we the worst some... one that's a tough list that's actually the harder list to be perfectly honest okay all right, you don't have to. I'm just. Uh, I'm just. Probably Big Bird's hide and speak. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe yeah, Barbie and the Island sounds... Princess. Sure. Right on. Sound like contenders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you asked. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we played a lot of good games. Like the actual, we only planned for twelve games for the year, and like the list is pretty good. And then uh, we ended up playing another forty extra ones on top of all that. Nice. So wow. We did uh, Mega Man The Wily Wars for Genesis, which is Mega Man 1, 2, 3, and you know, like a bonus extra game where you can use all the powers from those games or you make your own Mega Man power set. Uh, Wario Land 4 for the Game Boy Advance. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Uh, Dust and Elysian Tale. Bioshock oh, Infinite. Right. What yep. the Golf. Uh, we technically didn't do a poll in July, but I ended up beating Battletoads for the NES anyways. Uh, okay. Golf Story, Donkey Kong yeah. Country Tropical Freeze, Alice Manis Returns, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, and Aliens Infestation. So that was the actual main 12 games we did this year on stream. Cool. Um, so, so what's uh, next, next year's next gimmick? Year, next year's gimmick is uh, we're going to go through rotation. So I'm going to pick the first game. Uh, one of the I'm going to pick a game randomly from one of the subs that they give me a list, and then I'm going to pick a game from one of the mods, and then we're going to rotate through that. So it'll be me, subs, mods, me, subs, mods so far, and just see what we clear in the year. How long of a list do they have to give you? Uh, all they have to do is give me one game, and the maximum length I'm asking for is like 20 to 25 hours. Theoretically, I don't I don't want to pick a game that will take more than a month of Mondays to clear on stream. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they could just give you the one game they want you to play, and then you have to pick one. Yeah. So subs, uh, subs specifically are only allowed to pick one game. And I'm like, okay, you out of all the games in my backlog that I have not beaten, what is the one game you would love to see me play? And then uh, for mods, uh, they get to put in a couple options, but I'm only going to pick one per mod for a bit. And then if we go through all the mods, we'll we'll loop back. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Right on. 
yeah. Way to go. Cool. Plan, but for my own for my own time this year, uh, I beat Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I beat that late last night, night before. Nice. Okay, okay, right on. I'm assuming that game plays a lot better now than it did when it first launched. Because I remember, Paul, do you remember how buggy that thing was? Uh, I had weird frame rate issues, but I didn't have any bugs in the gameplay itself. Uh, I so had a one... bug in the gameplay, so. Okay. Oh, yeah, so you get a projectile <laughs> at some point that they want you to bash off of. Like you charge up, throw it, and then you bash off of it. Okay. Uh, after a certain point in the story, it stops working like that, and you have to reset your system to get it to work again. Oh, weird. Oh, weird. <laughs> so this happened to you multiple times, or just like one time? One time, thankfully, but it was after like a major story. Like the, basically, you get it in a certain zone. You need it yeah. to clear the zone, and then as soon as the zone's done, the glitch kicks in. So I want I wanted to go back and clear up any like collectibles I missed and any map pieces I missed, and then it just yeah. I couldn't make any progress because they literally couldn't. The idea is like you throw the projectile, it goes up a bit and then arcs back down. Uh, yeah. The glitch makes it so it never loses momentum; it just keeps going straight. So as an attack <laughs> oh, projectile, weird. it's great, but as a like a as a movement projectile, it's useless. It literally can't be used for its original intention. Right. Yeah. Well, luckily there's a fix, mm-hmm. and you didn't encounter it again. So. Yeah. True. Uh, that is a better Ori game, yeah. but yeah. I still have a bunch of gripes about it. Uh, they, oh, that sucks. Yeah, there's more chase sequences in this game than there was in the first, and I already hated them in the first. Is it really? Okay, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, there's like six. <laughs> really? Holy shit! They use the chase sequence a lot, and that—that's like the thing they do the worst in the game. Kind of because well, I know like, you get chased by the main bad guy like probably three times alone, right? Himself, at least two to three times. Yeah, and there's the pre- there's like a sand ones. one that you get chased by, if I remember. Yeah. Oh, like a big like or something right. like that. near the end of the game, where it's like, all right, you've got four locations you have to go to. Almost every <laughs> one of those has a chase sequence in it. Like they, wow, they I don't use remember it that. as a crutch. They use it as a crutch. I oh. I hate it because the thing with the Bummer. chase sequences is. For those who have not played Ori, it's really easy to go either too fast or too slow, yeah. and then it completely loses sync, and you can't make progress anymore. Yeah, I mean, sure. it turns into like a runner. Like a you need to form an element. Yeah, you need to be you need to be the pace the game wants you to go, and yeah. cons- the movement in Ori lets you go crazy fast and move crazy freely, <laughs> yeah. and it punishes yeah. you for taking advantage of that. So, like, I I've always hated the chase sequences, but I think I hate them more in this one. Okay. Uh, also, the ending was actually a bummer. Like, I actually hated the ending. I'm like, you can't be serious. The ending like, is pretty it, sad. Are you saying it's sad, or are you just saying you didn't like it? I like actually it was bad. hate the ending. I actually like it's a, hate the ending. I, okay. Can you can you explain why without spoiling stuff? That is tough. Um, I mean, if you can't, we can just move on. I'm just curious. We can talk off air as well. I don't think I can, but I'll just say uh, near the end of the game, I kind of called what was going to happen. And when I found out I was right, I was like, oh, fuck off. (laughs) Okay. So, so, yeah. No, I'm just upset the direction they went. I get why they went that direction. And I can definitely see people being happy about that direction but i'm not one of them so again it's one of those hard things to say without just being like here's yeah. the ending sure yeah no i definitely am confused but i would i would love to talk after the show 
I was like, you've beat the game, right? <gasps> yeah, I just don't want you to spoil it for listeners. So. That's right. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought I was the only one on the in the show who hadn't beaten it yet. Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about it off air. For okay. sure. Yeah. I'd be but uh, other than that, that's really all I've been playing. Obviously, I'm still working through Pacross, uh, and I'm gonna be figuring out yeah. what game to work on next for a game of the year discussion. So. Nice. Right on. All right. We got some news. This is only like two, like barely any news is happening. I'm actually going to start with the second one. And John, you might have more insight than I do. Apparently, Magfest yeah. is dead. I am surprised that you actually picked this one, but uh, sure, let's talk about it. So, uh, Magfest is the music and game festival. It's usually held in National Harbor, Maryland. It's uh, a con that TRG, us, we go to uh, constantly. Uh, we've been going there since 2011. And uh, it's great. Uh, it's a it's an all day convention for like three days, three to four days. Like you will go there at like at three a.m. You can walk downstairs, go into the gaming room, or like listen to a concert, or go play some arcade machines. Like it's great. It's a party festival. Uh, but there's been a lot of internal turmoil over the past uh year, two years essentially, and uh, there's been a lot of abuse of uh, employees and volunteers from the board of directors. So right now uh, there's a lot of internal turmoil as two sides of the board and most of the community fight over getting members of the board evicted as they member the board is currently firing members uh, that seem to be speaking up <laughs> against this and just causing a bunch of other uh, turmoil like that. As it stands, the comm was already in trouble since COVID. So it's already not happening this year in person. But uh, yeah. like they fired the person who was in charge of directing their live stream for their virtual convention two weeks before the virtual convention. It's just an absolute disaster right now. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at the website. Uh, it seems like there might be some kind of grassroots effort of reviving it in some with some other people. Yeah. But when the first that, initial that, blog post... Yeah, the first initial blog, blog post made it seem like everyone who's in charge is pretty much toxic or something. So it's going to have to be kind of a whole new leadership in some way. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure I'm simplifying three, yeah. this. There are three members of the board that are on the side of Friends of Mag that are trying to help have some change be made. But the board is seven people and the seventh person is the uh, the head of the of the board. And he's like the tiebreaker. So right now there's like a, a deadlock basically going on in what direction to take the convention. And one one direction is going to be continue what's been working and what everyone loves. And the other direction is not as good, to put it bluntly. Uh, it's it's a deep dive. There's a lot of documentation out there about what exactly is going on. And it's it's a little tricky to just sum up right now. But uh, Sure, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind Weird. Of, what, do you, what do you think if you just had to... Convention. If you had to kind of guess... Like, do you think they start a new one? What do you think? Just take a ballpark. My ballpark guess is I think, unfortunately, that uh, they're going to, the side that people are against is probably going to take the, the convention down with the ship. Uh, yeah. But I do also believe that as a result, people will rise up and kind of try to make the equivalent. Like, I, They'll I, make feel like, like a... I feel like the actual MAGFest itself <laughs> is, is doomed, but the spirit of that convention, that kind of convention, will live on. Yeah, they'll make like a gam it's, it's, fest, yeah. like a game and music fest. 
Oh my god, they probably will call it that. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, um, I definitely feel like MAGFest itself was too special of a convention to lose, and I think other people definitely feel that same way, so it will be back in some way, shape, or form. Even if it takes another group rebuilding it. Right, and I'm sure like the venue sure. is probably used to this like income of money each year. They would love another convention to take that spot. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, well, they, they actually, that building gets a lot of business no matter what, but also Magfest, some of the conventions kind of do damage to the place, so they, they might be torn 50-50 on whether or not they're happy to see us back or they're, they're sick of us. Mm. Yeah, I've, well, I, I'd have to assume if they were doing that much damage, they w- would have said, no, you can't put your convention here earlier, but I, I don't True. run venues, so I don't know. All right, uh, let's do the second thing. This is an article on GameIndustry.biz. It's kind of just like some year-end stats for uh, kind of video games of 2020. I thought there were some pretty interesting highlights here. Ooh, infographic. Uh, Yeah. Uh, If you guys kind of want to just look at them, maybe call out some stuff you find interesting. I'll start with this kind of first one. This is kind of boxed versus digital. This was collected over in October. Across the board, digital is winning. Hand hand over fist like easily um they have it broken down to pc console and mobile mobile is obviously 100 percent digital sales pc 98 percent digital that definitely makes sense i was surprised that console is 72 percent digital it was a year where people were told to not go out yeah for sure yeah i'm still surprised it's that much uh totally but it but it makes sense to me big number for sure Um, you know, it's got like best-selling games in UK. FIFA's up at the top, followed by Animal Crossing. Uh, best-selling games in the US. Top one is Black Ops Cold War, followed by Modern Warfare, which is kind of surprising to me. Um, oh, that was it, probably because um, didn't Warzone only go free this year? I bet people were buying it to play Warzone with their friends because that probably. blew up. I think Warzone has always been free. Because I definitely checked out Warzone, and I never bought Modern Warfare. And I'm pretty sure I checked out Warzone, like, when it went live, because why not? Sure. Uh, It definitely, it went through the Modern Warfare launcher, though, but you just didn't have access to the other stuff. I I think Warzone has always been free, if I had to guess. Yeah, it could be. Um, Then you get, like, Animal Crossing in third place, um, Madden, Last of Us Part Two. Uh, let's see, best-selling console games in Japan, Animal Crossing, Ring Fit, Final Fantasy. I'm trying to think, is there anything? Minecraft Switch Edition? That's probably the closest thing to not a Nintendo or uh, Sony property. Otherwise, it is all Nintendo with a bit of Sony sprinkled in there. Sure. Which makes sense for sure. These ones are kind of interesting. So they put the most Googled searches global versus the most covered games from like uh uh, journalist outlets and whatnot so i'll just go with like kind of the top three on each so most googled top to top is among us Mm -hmm. followed by fall guys followed by valorant those all make sense most covered Fortnite, followed by cyberpunk followed by last of us those all make sense too yeah yeah I'm kind of it's just kind of interesting how different those are. You would think those might be a little yeah. closer together. 
Uh, most watched games on YouTube: Minecraft, Roblox, Garen Free Fire. I think we actually talked about this a week we or two ago. This, yeah. 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 Uh, for those who don't know, Garen Free Fire is a <laughs> battle royale that's very big in South America, for, uh, from what I understand. Right. And then they have a bunch of uh, YouTube stats, which we talked about those as well. Most discussed game on Twitter is Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. I wouldn't have. It makes sense. I wouldn't have guessed it. Was Shadowbringers sure. this year? I'm trying to remember. I, I, was I don't last know. Year. I thought it was last year too, but that also would have. Because I remember people saying that it was. Yeah, wrong. July 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Was there an expansion this year? No. No. Okay. Uh, followed by a- Animal Crossing and Cyberpunk. <laughs> Just trying to see. Uh, the top for mo- the mobile market, the top country for downloads for mobile games is India at 9.3 billion, almost doubling the states at 5.1 billion. Hmm. Wow. There is a lot of info. There's a lot of info. I would super impressive. Yeah, I would definitely check it out again. This is an article over on game gamesindustry.biz. If you like uh, stats and infographics, go check that out. We just kind of scratched the surface. Game industry pets. There we go. Mm -hmm. As featured in gamesindustry.biz's creature comforts column. 240 dogs, 165 cats, 11 birds, 7 rabbits, 4 tortoises, 4 hamsters, 4 fish, 22 other, which includes 3 geckos, 3 stuffed animals, 2 snakes, 2 hedgehogs, 2 guinea pigs, 2 horses, 2 iguanas, 2 chinchillas, 1 ferret, 1 snail, 1 Roomba vacuum cleaner with googly eyes, and 1 basil plant. All right. There you go. This is the info I need at the end of a year. For sure. And with that, let's do some questions. If you would like to send a question in, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. I'll Those are all great ways. With, uh, show titles. All right. Let's do show it. Titles. Let's do it. Okay. So this is picking up where we left off. Uh, looks like October 8th. True fans saw the pre-show. And I'm assuming it was uh, an error we had going live. Was that the one where we went live on John's channel first for like two minutes? Because we did that one week. That's that ha- that's either my was, channel we went live on or Paul's. But I there was definitely one. Okay. There was definitely one we went on on John's before switching over. I think this was around the time where I was not around as much, and it was probably on John's. That's probably because. Uh, John had to do the hosting part, so he probably forgot to switch over. That's probably why. Yeah. It, I mean, John and I, I have both done that, though, for sure. Yeah, we've okay. both yeah. definitely done it. We've both done that. We've both done that. But October 8th, this was around the time where I was making trips up to Edmonton regularly. So I was probably not around, and that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it, it's likely okay. it's likely me. Context, John accidentally started streaming the podcast on his channel. He corrected it, and Sean said the real fans of TDP watched that bit as well. Yep. All right. A week after, on uh, the 15th, the rules of the NAPCAST. Rules of we the were NAPCAST. we were tired, and we decided we were just going to sleep instead, but we were still going to do the podcast. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember this. October 15th? I don't remember what this would have Again, been. Again, I would have been exhausted this month, so yes, that probably <laughs> makes sense. Uh, context, John was a bit sleepy during the podcast. 
he and Sean had a dispute about whether or not he was allowed to do that. Yeah, this would, <laughs> have, been, this would have been right after the charity marathon I did, so that checks out. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember this dispute, but okay. <laughs> Sean and John get in dispute about sleeping. Uh, October 22nd, you're going to draw Shrek's dick. What came out with uh, something that you could There's no way I was here for that one. There's no way I was here for that one. That would definitely stick in my memory for just how ludicrous that sounds. It's definitely you can draw in a game of some sort, but I don't know what game would have come out around that time with a custom drawing thing. Yeah, I can't think of anything new. I know I played some, like, Jackbox games a, a month or so ago. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. When did Jackbox 7 come out? Around that time. It, I wasn't playing 7. I haven't played 7. I definitely played 7 when it came out. Okay. And I, and I remember there was a game where you like... It's basically TKO, but you draw wrestlers. I'm, okay. It has to do. It has to be something to do with that, if that's around that time when that came out. Context. Uh, Paul was talking about Champed Up, the drawing game, and Jackbox 7. Sean remarked all the drawing games devolved to dicks. Paul said someone made Shrek, and Sean came to this conclusion. That all checks out to me. Yep. I see no uh, lies 20, here. 29th of October. The Vampire of Chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is uh, the cereal fight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. The the uh, comparing all the mascots the against universe. Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Okay. Context. You were asked about serial mascot battle royale. It came down to Tony the Tiger versus Count Chocula. Determined the count was weak because his vampire powers are based around chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still funny. That's like yeah, a that was a great. Yeah, that's right a segment for sure. Right. Okay. Oh, I scrolled too far. All right. November 6th. Run the R-Wing through Big Ben's. What? Run the R-Wing through Big Ben's? I want to say this had something to do with Watch Dogs. Because Big Ben. And I think I said... Oh, no, no. You know what this was? This was... um, (laughs) We were reimagining Star Fox. And I said, what if it was like Guy Fox, Star oh, Fox? You're right. Oh, yeah. That's that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Because it happened on the 6th of November, this episode. Yeah, you're right. Context. You were asked to change a mascot for the better or worse. Sean asked Paul to change Star Fox in order to make him worse. Teenage Guy Fox. And Sean's saying this would be one of the missions. All right. Uh, the 12th of November. He's got two C's. Yeah. You're, Thick, you're shaking your I head don't... is my feeling. I have no idea. Yeah. Thick with two C's. That's all I got. That's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, but I don't know what the fuck we would be talking about. He's got two C's. Okay. Context. Talking about how the Series X is a chonky boy, but not chonkier than the PS5. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And that checks out too. That thing's fucking massive. It is. It's never not small. You're never, you'll never get used to it. Uh, this one's self-explanatory. Uh, 19th of November. Best strategy game or flight simulator. This is Game Awards <laughs> talk. Game Awards, yeah. <laughs> This is a weird Game Award category. 
Context, talking about how weird Game Awards category best sim slash strategy is. And the final one that we have from November 27th, Crashing Cars to the Beat. Burnout Rhythm Game? That sounds correct. Probably something. I think we had like a like a mashup kind of question. Oh, yeah. I think it was take take a game genre or take a game series and make it a new genre. Yeah, John had it. Someone asked what game should have a rhythm game. John wanted one for Burnout. All right. Thank you for sending those in, VGC Kenny, as always. Appreciated. All right. I can read this first question from Kevin. Yep. Podcasts mm-hmm. have suddenly become hugely profitable, and your agent says you need to start at least two more weekly podcasts. What topics do you choose? Movies is one yeah. of them. Movies or TV shows I could probably do because I watch like a movie a week. I don't know. I think I'm kind of screwed here. Uh, could do why? Well, because I already have two podcasts. Um, probably one would be on like music, maybe because I it would get me it would give me an excuse to actually like listen to more music and stuff. That okay. would be cool, actually. Yeah. Uh, the other one, though, what would be a second one? Collecting in general, but I really like that's not really that good for a weekly podcast. It could be neat, though. Mm, I yeah, I could something like that. I could see you doing like if you if you had them like kind of in seasons. Like I'm thinking kind of like the Toys Who Made Us. Have you have you seen that Netflix show? Heard of? Yeah, yeah. I've seen a bit of it. Yeah. They'll do like a deep dive in each episode of like, hey, here's the history of like Barbie or here's the history of Hot Wheels or I think there was a Ninja Turtles one. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I would definitely listen to that. There's also I've been running my Pacross podcast, the Pacross cast, which is just me playing Pacross, teach people how to play Pacross and also just kind of chatting and chilling. Sure. Yeah, sure. I bet I could do one on uh, fitness. Yep. Yeah, I I know quite a bit about that. I bet I could definitely do that. All right, next one from uh, Jirakost. Yeah, Jirakost says, uh, what are your thoughts about the upcoming classic mode for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night? Since Paul is such a big fan of the original Castlevanias, I figured this would be right up his alley. It is. I'm excited. Yeah, same. Looks good. This is my excited face. Yeah, it, that's how excited he always is. Hmm? Did you play Curse of the Moon 1 and 2? Uh, did 1, and I stopped through 2. I didn't want it. Honestly, it was you saying that like the next chapter was literally just replaying the other stuff again. I was like, oh, okay, well, uh, I'll put that aside from now. Yeah, for now. the yeah the other chapters are just replaying <laughs> the stuff, but like they're harder. So yeah, so I put it down after that, uh, and I liked one more anyway for some reason. I don't remember Fair why. Enough. I have been wanting to go back to it for end of the year talks to see. What two, about is, it? two is definitely the better game of the two, but two almost overstays its welcome, I would argue, considering how many there's like four whole chapters you unlock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I know we're both excited about it and Sean could not care less. I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is my excited <laughs> face for that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, VGC Kenny, if you were to Santa Claus, that is kill and take the position of any holiday figure or mythological being, which one would you most want to? Which one would you be the most likely to? Most likely in the sense that if any of this is real, what figure would you most likely do this with? I mean, I don't know. Mythological being, so I'd just say God. 
I was thinking I think like Hercules really or easy something. Easy to kill Santa Claus. So I'd probably go the easy route and just do that. Santa's got it sort of easy in in, in a way. Yeah. He in works one night a year. Yeah, but he has to get a lot of production to get up to that. But a lot of it's pretty automated. Yeah, and if we're automated, if we're those those are like, actual lives. Those are elves. What do you mean automated? The, each they're individual elves. They're cogs in the machine, Sean. Were there, were there machines in the actual Santa Claus movies that the elves were using? I think so. Yeah. There's definitely yeah. still elves, yeah. though. But, but like, I, I like, I'll say like the Santa Claus rules of like, you know, like after Christmas Day, like your body goes back to normal. So you just have you get sent back to normal, and then like a month or two before, you gotta like, oh, you better head back up Look, north. I don't know what Zeus or whatever you think you could kill. I'm saying I could shoot Santa. I'm just <laughs> Zeus gets himself in trouble all the fucking time, so I'm sure he's just gonna like, like get hit by a car. <laughs> I have to assume. Seriously, like, think about it. Like, didn't he? Didn't he literally turn into a goose to like have sex with one to woman pregnant and then like someone? Yeah. yeah. So like, I think yeah. wasn't that nowadays, the plot of yeah, Untitled Goose, Goose would Game? Get hit by a car. Zeus would be that <laughs> dumbass that would be like not paying attention where he's flying. He'd get hit by a car, and then you become the new Zeus. That's just how it is. Yo. Okay, I actually have the answer. I would shoot Santa, and then on Christmas I would run my sleigh into Zeus, taking him out. <laughs> Are you so just I would own Christmas and up? the Pantheon. Are you just yeah. going up the hierarchical ladder? <laughs> the corporate Jeez. ladder of deities. <laughs> this is like a weird, like, Kratos moving from, like, Greek mythology into Norse mythology, but you're starting with Santa. <laughs> Yo, Santa's the easiest one I think you could just take out if you needed to. That's what I'm I, saying. I feel like the spirit of this question is the killing is not going to be hard. You, you, you're going to be able to do it. You know what I mean? Because, like, sure. in in Santa Claus, it wasn't hard. It was, like, an accident. Like, he took him out so easily. Yeah, yeah actually, what, I don't even remember. Did he just, like, say, like, hey, what are you doing up there? And he fell? Like, it's been so yep. long. Yeah, he slipped. <laughs> he slipped and just fell. Like, uh, like two stories d- dead. Body gone. <clears throat> sure. What other holiday figures are there? Easter Bunny, Cupid... Yeah, I don't want Jesus. any of those. <laughs> Headless Horseman. Listen, I've seen what happens to Jesus. I do not want that. <laughs> the Great Pumpkin. Danny oh, Phantom. Pumpkin. Danny Phantom. Danny <laughs> Phantom. Um, Jack. Frost, I'm gonna stick Frosty. with. Yeah, uh, the Groundhog from Groundhog's Day. Ooh, good one. Yeah, that's another good one. <laughs> All you have to do is wake up. The New Year's Baby. No, but then you have baby. to be a baby. The baby sucks. And then you do have to be a baby. Um, <clears throat> how about you in your birthday suit? Yeah, is that anything? Me? I don't. Is it working? No, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, we'll talk after. Okay, after the show. Uh, I think it's me next. Junkie GS writes: If you had to either, if you have to either only play one console for an entire year or only one game for two months, which would you pick and why? I already oh, do the, the one game for two months thing with Pacross, so that's not that hard. Same, <laughs> but you don't yeah. you can't play anything else though, is that, right? I, I, exactly. I I okay. already do that. Okay. And I get to choose the game though, right? Because I would probably be like, you yeah. know what? I'm gonna 100 like 
I don't know, World of Warcraft or something. Easy. Something with enough content, yeah. Yeah, pick like a Yakuza game or something like that. Um, Totally. I think think that's definitely the easier one, because even if it sucks, it's just two months and then you're back to, to business. I bet I could you could get away with one console for a year though. Like most stuff comes out on both consoles. You you're not, you wouldn't be missing yeah. much. Yeah. Let's assume we're not cheating and saying like, "Oh yeah, like backwards compatible" because then I would be like computer because then there's emulators or I would say Xbox cuz it's got four generations on it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, PC I think would be my answer, but I don't know. Switch. I would do the Switch for a year. That'd be easy mm. to me. Yeah. I would definitely do Xbox cuz having Game Pass was like yeah. a must sure um and then also yeah, like i play sure. apex every week so i would still want access to apex i would argue i would argue any current <laughs> gen console would be easy to do a year just, totally. just playing games on that yep. yeah i would still pick the two month thing though i want to get out of this weird yeah. monkey paw scenario <laughs> totally i agree uh raster man yeah. writes in and says where do you see yourself in 20 years there's a bunch more questions as well, but obviously we'll start with this one. Uh, I don't even know where I'm going to be next year. I don't know about 20 years from now. I really hope, like, not in a home. Still alive. <laughs> like You, you yeah. mean like an old folks home, right? Like, I really hope that I don't, like, have a kid, and then w- right when they hit 18, they're just like, you're out. It's like, oh, well, all right. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, you're like, you'll be like in your 50s. Who, who the, what exactly. retirement home is going to take you in your 50s? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Even, not in one. It's not too old for sure. Uh, I would hope I have a house at that point. Yeah. Uh, where I know Jeez. I won't. I won't be living in the Bay Area though. The Bay Area is too expensive. No, shit. Uh, I will definitely move out of there at some point for sure. Uh, for all I know, I might go back to Canada. I have no oh. idea. Uh, I doubt I'll be in Calgary. I can say that. Yeah, I kind of hope I'm not in Alberta. I fucking hate this place more and more. COVID has shown <laughs> me that I just hate everybody here. Yeah. I, whenever I think about, you know, if I was to move back to Canada, it's always like, well, because of my like profession, I'll probably end up in either Vancouver or, or, or Toronto. Toronto. Uh, Montreal is kind of a, a hub getting up there for sure. <clears throat> But Calgary is boring, <laughs> and I don't work in business or oil, so. Don't worry, nobody here does anymore. Ooh. Yep. Mm-hmm. If only they invested in literally anything else, a bunch of fucking morons. Uh, next part of the question, what are the best and worst presents you've received on Christmas so far? The best one I can remember was a pack of top spins that I still have somewhere on the house. Uh, the okay. worst one, probably a thin towel with a misspelled label. <laughs> wow, that is pretty bad. That is pretty bad. That That's sucks. <laughs> That's really it's good. Like, like it's your name spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what, mom? How did you? What? <laughs> uh, I guess he's. I guess. I, oh, I guess they're implying ever, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ever. Uh. I'm pretty sure I got like, my Game Boy Advance with a copy of some Dragon Ball Z card battling game and like Ghouls and Ghosts. That was pretty good, despite both those games being bad. But getting the Game Boy Advance was pretty good. I don't know that I really got any gaming stuff on 
Christmas like ever. It's you that's usually a birthday thing for us. I'm trying to think of stuff I've got. I definitely have a couple bests. I'm trying to think of my worst right now. Worst is hard because I feel like a lot of the times, if it was something that bad, my parents would be like, "Oh, well, let's return it and get you something you want." If like, or if it's like, "Oh, it doesn't fit you," let's return it and get you something that fits. Yeah, yeah my mom yeah. this year, my mom got me a shirt for Christmas, and it's not even the right size, so I'm just like, "Okay." Yeah, small. that. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to think like what. So it's hard to pick the worst because it's got to be something I like held on to, but I didn't like. Yeah. I got a lot of gum this year. I don't eat gum, though. I'm not sure why that was purchased for me. I mean, that's kind of a bad gift, then. I guess. Yeah. 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 Well, it's the thought that counts. No, I know. And that's why I hate answering that part. (laughs) Honestly. Oh, you know what? I think I have. I I think I've got one for not worse, but definitely memorable because it was weird memorable. Okay. Uh, Okay. My uncle worked for an oil company at the time, and he sent me uh, a little display, a little wooden display that had a bunch of like crude oil, like pre-condensed crude, in like in like mm-hmm. rock form, in like little capsules. So it was like a little capsule display of like oil and like coal and stuff like that. It was neat, okay. but it would literally serve no purpose. Right? Yeah, that's something I'd be like, "Huh, this is interesting. I'm not buying this." I don't need this. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like those gifts, though. I kind of okay. like gifts that are, like, interesting, but I know I wouldn't buy Because if it's something I want, I'll just buy it. Like, that's sure. fine. Yeah, that's the sure. problem I have now. That's why everyone hates buying gifts for me and my family. They're just like, you, you don't need anything. I'm like, I know. Yeah. I don't. You really I'm don't. in a similar boat, for sure. And the other thing is, it's like, please don't buy me kind of little trinkety stuff like that. I don't have the shelf space for it. I barely have the shelf right. space for my stuff. I, I don't have something. I don't want to put something that's just going to collect dust there where I could put something else. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. My, that's my hard. best gift. Definitely. Uh, I got my game boy uh, for one Christmas, the original game boy. And the best one has to be the year that my mom and dad got me and my sister, uh, small 13 inch CRTs to put in our rooms so oh, we can okay. actually play games and watch things without having to take over the main oh, TV dude. in the house. I actually feel like I got something similar. I had got a small TV at some point, and I'm trying to remember if it was Christmas or what. Yeah, for the yeah. same. I definitely, yeah. I definitely got a CRT for my okay. birthday, which was awesome because it also came. It was a two parter. The second part was she was going to get cable installed in my bedroom as well, Ooh. so I could put the TV in my bedroom and then I could watch stuff up there and that was that was awesome uh, i think i may have gotten like my first hd tv it must have been a gift i don't remember if it was christmas or or my birthday but i definitely got my first hd tv just a small one as well as a gift one po- point and i still have that tv like that's like i my, that's my come home and i have this tv to play stuff on tv yeah i had the tv for the longest time and then when i moved up here for school uh, my dad gave me a tv that was the same make a model but it had uh, like a remote instead because <laughs> the tv didn't have a remote so uh, okay i took that one right on. and i was using that one up until like 2009 2010 when i actually had enough of a job to actually pay for a, a proper tv like i played Gear solid 4 on a 13 inch crt it was that's a bad awful. idea yeah yeah can't can't it. recommend that <laughs> 
Sure. There's a there's a trophy for doing that in the game, right? Built in. I wish. I wish. <laughs> yeah, I do know that my mom listens to this podcast every week. So I love you, mom. Thank what? you for every gift. Just keep giving me socks. Yeah. I'm good. Is that true? <laughs> with socks. She does. Yeah. Holy smokes. She said she was going to write in and say, I'm going to uh, write in and ask why you never call me. It's like, don't do that. Whoa. <laughs> she said that as I was calling her, which I, I got to watch. <laughs> I got to watch my manners. Yeah, exactly. I'm not meanwhile, crazy I'm about like, it either. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm never going to link my mom any of my stuff. I just, I'm not. Yeah, I didn't link her. Yeah. I don't know how she found it, but there yeah, it goes. Yeah, I feel I'm more on the John side, but I know my mom has found, like, the YouTube channel, and I'm like, stop going there. What are you doing? Yeah. Just balls, mom. More socks. Uh, Rinku588, what's a game you were interested in, but your co-host played it and had a negative opinion on... And had a negative opinion on that you passed on it. Okay, a game you were interested in, but you passed on it because one of a co-host uh, had a negative opinion on it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, shit. There's definitely something <clears throat> that Paul played that I was like, okay, that sucks, but I can't remember what. I feel like there was one recently for me too. I'm just kind of scrolling through what you guys have played. I don't think I take uh, either of your opinions uh, seriously enough to do that. <laughs> Oh, that's wow. totally fair. Yeah, wow. that's totally fair. I don't know how to feel about this. No, I, I actually don't think I've done that before, though. Uh, I'm usually, if I want to play a game, I'm going to play a game. Even if people are telling me it's bad. Sure. I feel like I've had the opposite, where like you guys have praised the game so much, I'm like, alright, well, I'll look into it. You'll look into it. Yeah, for sure. What the hell would it have been now? I know it was like super recent. Ugh, it's going to drive me nuts. Well, until you find out, Ace Viru writes in, what has been the most fun experience you've had at work? Don't worry, we won't tell your employer. Oh, Kirby's Fighters 2. I was interested in that, and then when John was talking about it, I was like, oh, that sounds shitty, and I just yeah, forgot it's it kind existed. Of, it's kind of shitty. Yeah. All right, most fun you've had at work. I mean, this oh. is technically my work, so this is cheating, I feel. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, I Which feel like I'm almost cheating fun. as well, because <laughs> I, I have, have like a... Anymore. I have an I office have... job, so it's like, whenever the office throws a party, that's pretty fun. <laughs> sure. Uh, I remember back when I worked for a sporting good company, I had to work uh, 12 hours shifts, and like routinely they were overnight shifts. So mm -hmm. uh, I actually built up this briefcase that had a, a console in it, <clears> uh, <throat> a capture card to hook up to my laptop and a bunch of other stuff. And I would either record things for YouTube while I was at the shift or I would just play games. I literally did yeah. a charity marathon stream of an NES game from work one year. Uh, right on. It, it was a train wreck because the Internet was obviously it had a bunch of uh, blocked ports. So it wasn't really the most doable but it worked, and it, it was a mess. But it like it was cool to just do that. Sure. Um, a long time ago, when I used to uh, drive the cargo out to airplanes and stuff from the warehouse, I would regularly me and I worked with a buddy at the time. We would just turn the sign around that says "back in fifteen minutes at a pl at the plane" or whatever, and we would just, just go rip play donuts at the airport. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, rib donuts, exactly. <laughs> Just on the tarmac. Um, <laughs> yeah. We uh, we have a uh, kind of it was I think it was yearly uh, uh, thing at a at CBS where they would fly out um, all of the other branch offices. Is that game spot? So I got to meet a lot of like the New York team and Australia team and stuff. And then and so during that um, week, we just had a big Smash Bros tournament. That was pretty fun. Sure. That sounds fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think this one's mine. Yeah, from Dedenski. Uh, I just found out Jingle All the Way Two exists, releasing 18 years after the original, and not featuring Arnold. What other sacrilegious sequels and remakes exist? This is true. Jingle All the Way Two, uh, published by WWE Studios, stars Larry oh, the Cable. No. Guy. Oh great! Oh no! What? Yep, this is true. This is real. It came out like it five or six years ago. Holy shit! <laughs> That's very Finn odd. Finn Fort Langley, British Columbia. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, I'm now depressed someone, today. Someone in the chat said most Home Alones. I'll agree with that. Those, there's That's too many of those. the second one. Yeah. I like three. But yeah, they got real bad. Like Three's with the other see. kid, right? Yeah, it's with the other kid. It's the, it's the other kid, and then I think they eventually go back to being Kevin again somehow. They went back to being Kevin with his dad divorced and in a mansion, and French Stewart plays one of the original robbers. I can't remember which one. I thought like, French Stewart was in the third movie. Oh my god, M- Malcolm McDowell's in headache. them at some point too. I'm getting a headache thinking about it. It's so bad. <laughs> Why did they do it? Get money. <sighs> Yeah, true. I don't know. Jing All the Way 2 really is the winner of that. That's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I can't think of a lot of like horrible sequels that come out nowadays. I'm just not aware of them. I'm sure they do. Yeah, no, you're probably right. A lot of those Disney sequels for like the classic oh, yeah. animated Cinderella movies. Cinderella 3. Yeah, those oh, are usually God, pretty yeah. bad. Apparently Cinderella 3 is actually kind of funny. I remember actually I remember liking the the Aladdin ones, Return but I couldn't far. tell yeah. I couldn't tell you like anything that really happens in them, but I but some of them like is there like a Pinocchio 2? Probably. How does how does that even work? <laughs> he blew my mind with Jingle All the Way too. Honestly. <laughs> That's the showstopper. No Oh, Pinocchio 2 was a cancelled movie. Oh, okay. Oh. oh. Right on. Why it was cancelled? John Lasseter became CEO of Walt Disney Animation Studios. Disney cancelled all future direct-to-video sequels in 2007. So this would have been sort of recent. Jesus. Hunchback of Notre Dame 2 is apparently a thing. That's weird. Great. Mm. Uh... Here we go. This is the, a bigger chunk from this question as well. Uh, Sean's acute focus on the small part of 13 Sentinels where the female and male characters are naked in their mechs reminded me of people's focus when Dead or Alive 5 came out uh, on the part of some models which allowed people to control the player's boobs with the six-axis feature on the PS3 controller. There's a big difference in the justification between these two examples, but the end reaction from the female presenting boobs is similar. 
If you were designing a game with female anthropomorphic characters, what considerations would you make regarding the presentation of these characters' breasts? All right, well, anthropomorphic characters. Okay. Well, one thing is like that. Dead or Alive Five wasn't the first game to even have that feature. That's Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two. They literally made commercials advertising this. Like that's how proud of that feature they were. It's really fucking stupid. That's yeah. That's right. odd. <clears throat> Okay, well, I wouldn't do that. I don't think I would let you be able to control the boobs. That is, that does seem excessive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> unless so there weird. is some, uh, <laughs> unless there's a really good narrative reason, which I don't think exists, of why you can control the movement of the boobs. Oh, trust uh, me. I don't... There shows have found a way. Um. I'm sure games could too. If you were designing a game with female anthropomorphic characters, what considerations would you make regarding the presentation of these characters' breasts? Uh, I would probably make sure all characters have some semblance of clothes, so then I don't have to make considerations. <laughs> Done. Fixed. Easy. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think through it. It's like, yeah. whatever considerations I'm making for the men, I'm putting the exact same thing with the women. So, yeah. I, I think that's just it. If uh, Just some sort of clothing option? Clothing option, you know... Like, because they're never emphasizing really anything sexual with the men, so then I wouldn't emphasize anything sexual with the I women. Mean, they could always go the Saints Row route, where it's like the sex appeal slider for uh, for women is a larger chest and hips, and for dudes it's a larger dick. So, sure. I think even then, what I would pick one of those two, and then both genders get it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's sure. that's fair. Like, yeah, I think I, mean. I think the be- I think the best way to si- to not mm. like single something out is just put it on uh, like across the spectrum. And, you know, it, try and make everything like as equal as possible. Makes sense. Sure. Yeah. All right. Next up, I think it's Paul. Oh yeah. Um. I'm not going to, I'll read this, but I'm not going to count it because Foxy the Kid wrote, and p- to be fair, what considerations in the presentation of the male characters, essentially. Uh, we answered oh. that. Uh, yeah. So the next question, Decoy Troy, do you expect there to be a game based off the year 2020? Not just the things that happened, but actually said in 2020 as well. They make reference to 2020 a bunch of times in Cyberpunk 2077. In relation to like, covid 2020 no no well because i think like, i think that's I what, what they're implying at here yeah for covid yeah i um, think there definitely will be because there's been tv shows already oh. uh like i remember near the beginning of the pandemic that i can't remember what streaming service it was but it was about like a romantic comedy it during a pandemic during during the covid thing i, I never watched it um also mm. that uh that sitcom superstore Apparently is touch ba- touching base on it this season. My friend was telling me about that. Uh, apparently, they it's kind of a mixed bag of of whether it's being handled well or not. Shocking, really. <laughs> so I think yeah, eventually, I could see it being like um, you know, like if it, let's say they were setting a, a a futuristic thing, it's like twenty twenty was the turning point. Sure. Something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. All right, Suku Suku 
writes, adulthood is no longer determined by age, but achievements you have to accomplish. What would some of these achievements be? Able to afford a job that could buy you a house or somewhere to live. Or or you mean like get a job that is paying enough? Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, I'm trying to think of like, like when did you guys, what, what happened in your guys' life where you're like, this is definitely an adult thing. I'm an, I'm an adult now. Buying a house. Buying yeah, a house for sure. I can see that. Well, I did see, I did, I definitely did taxes when I was a teenager. Like my, you know, my dad was taking care of them for the most part, but I had to still pay taxes. I, I assume they're more saying doing your taxes yourself instead of just taking an H and R block or something. Sure. I mean, I still use the turbo tax. That stuff's super easy. Um, I think for me, uh, not relying in any way on my parents for money anymore was a big one for me. Yeah. That would, again, couple up with the job thing, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the, like the first one you mentioned. That was a huge one for me, for sure. Also, moving out of the country was, was big for me, but it was a it was a few months after that where I was actually getting enough money to, to be on my own. A lot of the things I can think of are just usually tied to like money because it's like, Oh yeah. Owning your own car. Like that's definitely like a thing that an adult would probably have. Yeah. Realistically, I don't think anybody's an adult until they have somebody in their care though, like a child. Then it's like, okay, now I am the adult because I can't, I have to look after this thing. The parents (laughs) setting is kind of like, cheating because then at that point you're absolutely forced to unless you're just going to be an sure. absolutely garbage human being there uh, are those <laughs> that's true unfortunately yeah i can definitely think I, people I, older than me that are don't act like adults yeah totally i don't feel I also, like an adult is the answer to this so i don't know i mean i would classify myself as an adult though I mean, I am legally an adult. I don't we, feel like legally adult. we're all adults. It just depends. On right. We we just act like children. Right. I mean, I wouldn't have classified myself as an adult when I was eighteen, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Eighteen's really young legally to be considered an adult. You're still a fucking moron at eighteen. And what's the? I'm just trying to think of other accomplishments. What's the age where you have to fight your father? In oh, that's festivist. That's like that's like probably 13. thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. <laughs> yeah, there's another one. When you have to bury your first body, that's a. Yeah. There's another one. <clears throat> I mean, more joke answers. Like you should be able to cook for yourself. Like cook your own first meal would be an achievement. Uh, rather yeah, than who doesn't than who doesn't cook their own first meal by the time they're like. A teenager. Yeah, like, yeah teenager is definitely when you kind of learn to do that. I Ignoring, like, that. home ec, because, like, my school didn't offer home ec, but, like... My my school I, didn't offer yeah, home ec. I learned how to make food before I moved out, because otherwise I would have been fucked when I moved out. That's true. It also depends what you mean by meal, because if it's, like, I know how to put toast in the toaster, then it's, like, I probably did that when I was eight. You yeah, no, that's, I mean? that's, that's not a meal. Like, when was the first time you, like, cooked a chicken? Or, like, parts of a chicken? Does that count? Like a, a full baked chicken? Well, no, because I haven't put like a full chicken. I was going to say like did. maybe a year ago. Like it was very recent. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I yeah. can't I can't say that I've done that because Reese is a much better cook than I am. So I have no need to learn that skill. But like actual like cooking with the oven and, and pots and stuff. Yeah, like that's not as bad. I've definitely cooked plenty of like chicken breasts. 
So, well, it's like, what was the first time you cooked sure. chicken that wasn't in nugget form? Nugget <laughs> <laughs> <Not good> form. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I've right. ever cooked chicken nuggets at home. I think I've oh, really? just, like purchased chicken. Yeah, because I don't oh, think no. I, it would taste the same. No, it definitely doesn't. No, it, it tastes different. I yeah, I love chicken nuggets, and one of the things I look forward to, and I get my parents to pick up it when I, for whenever I come home, is a box of M and M's branded chicken nuggets because oh. we don't have M and M's in the states. Mm. And yeah. oh man, are they so good? And they're and they're decently healthy. So you guys should look into that. You guys have access to it. So M and M's is like the go to for meat for sure. For meat, that's a great store. Yep. Uh, Hebrew Lantern says, what famous person do you really dislike for pretty much no reason or something you realize is very petty? Ryan Reynolds. I fucking hate him and I kind of don't know why. Okay. I don't think I have one. I'm not sure I also really hate Will Ferrell, but I know why. It's because he irritates me in every film he's in. It's still right. petty, but that's fair. I know why. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if I actually have an answer to this. Yeah, I don't think I have one either. <laughs> Paul, you can share some of yours with ours. You apparently have a few. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, last question from Lineback. What would you do differently if TDP was filmed on stage in front of a live studio audience? I wouldn't be playing I a game actual pants. Yeah, that too. <laughs> pants is a good one. I was thinking what might be kind of funny if we all wore tuxedos. Oh, fa- the fancy episode. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could just do that. <laughs> but if that was like, we, if we, that was like one of the sticks of the show is like, they're just always in tuxedos. <laughs> you you want to be our calling card now for the show from here on out? Yeah. I've, I mean, I don't have a tuxedo. They're I'd have to get one. I don't either. People. I have um, a suit. Also, I don't have a tuxedo. I have a tuxedo, but it's because I got married. So I have sure. a, I have a suit jacket. Um, but with how hot it gets down in the states, I could not wear that for a lot of the shows during the summer months. Sure, that's fair. Yeah. All right, that does it for questions. If you would like to send in a question next week, we won't read it. Um, but if you would like to send in a yeah. question for the following week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? <sighs> I guess Ori. Ori 2. Oh, it feels weird saying Cyberpunk, but that's all I played, so there we go. I uh, will say Super Meat Boy Forever. All right, and a couple things to keep in mind. As mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is your last few days, I believe, for the survey. Paul, what day does that survey end? Monday, right? Monday, the yeah. The 4th? You the have fourth, until the 4th to submit your community top-down perspective game of the year survey. Again, look for links on our Discord channel or the uh, Twitter account to find that there. Next week is our game of the year episode, so get ready for that. It'll be a ton of fun, as it always is. Call of the Sea is our January TDP Plus game. Um, So look forward to that at the end of next month when we play through that game. Um, and after this show, we're going to be going live for another episode of TDP plus where we're going to talk all about bug snacks. So, uh, get excited to listen to that. And if you want to get even more excited, the discord now has a pets channel. 
So if you want to post a picture of your pet or you, you want to see yeah, some people, some pets that people posted, go check out the TD Pets channel within our Discord server because um, it's definitely worth uh, checking out. A lot of good pets in there. There's a lot of good dogs, and then there's also pictures of cats. <laughs> Anyways, like we will... Cats are okay. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody.